Thank you. And that was businessman and analyst Ntlantlama Khanya with the latest on the financial markets. It's Raza Fam, just taking care of business. This interview is proudly brought to you by Absa Money Wellness. Mapalo Mako is a personal finance columnist and author, and in the next few weeks, she'll be sharing her valuable learnings to help us turn our finances around in these uncertain COVID-19 times. Now, Mapalo, this week is all about money and marriage. Now, let's be honest. Uh, this is a challenging time for married couples, especially with having to juggle their finances. So what is your experience looking at family and friends who are married during this period? Yeah, it's, it's an incredibly challenging time, but I think what I've seen, not just from my family and friends, but from some of my clients who do want um, coaching sessions, is that this period has made them realize just how important it is to get their finances under control. Mm. So I think, you know, there's a positive, even though we are going through a crisis, that people are more aware of their finances now. People are saying, you know what? What is it that we can do to make sure our finances are okay? Um, not just now, but also we protect our finances for the future. Mm. And I mean, with relationships, obviously, it's your personality or that attracts the one to the other. But now I've also learned that there are financial or should I say money personalities that could either make or break relationships. Could you just maybe break these down for us? What are the yeah. different types? Mm. You know what? I love, love money personalities. <laughs> and, and, and the way you've just put it, you know, we know that um, it's the person's personality that attracts you to them. But what is their money personality? You can find that in a marriage or in a relationship, things can be quite tricky because mm. one might be the saver, one might be the spender, one might be a Cinderella. And it really can prevent uh, some problems in a marriage if you do not know each other's money personality. Mm. So, for example, the spender, you just want to spend money, you don't want to save, you live for the now. A saver, someone who, is, who wants to save and make sure that their future is secure. And let's say you have those two types of money personalities, mm. they clash, right? They Definitely. absolutely clash. So by knowing each other's money personality, you can sit down and say, okay, you're a saver, I'm a spender. How do you reach a compromise so that at least we are working towards the same goal mm. in our marriage. So I think it's very important. People should go do that that test and find out what money personality they are. <laughs> and, um, you know, I know you've been married for a few years now, seven. So mm-hmm. congratulations, firstly, for lasting that long. And <laughs> but, I mean, how do you and your hubby talk about money? Um, I'm, 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 I'm taking you're the saver. <laughs> You know what? I think for, for me, I had a, an unfair advantage, mm. you can call it that, that, you know, I was already in this field already. Um, and for me, I knew the importance of making sure that our finances are in order. Mm. So we already sat down and we said, okay, what are our dreams? I think maybe that's where people really should start. Mm. What are our dreams? What will our finances look like in the next five years, in the next 10 years? Don't, by doing that, it helps you make better decisions um, day to day by realizing, okay, these are our goals and having that chat. I think that's very important mm. to have that communication to talk about money, even though it can be uncomfortable in the beginning. But I think starting with the goal in mind. Mm. And when you got together, obviously, with your partner, uh, you had individual financial goals, I'm assuming, and individual um, 
yeah, long-term goals and vision of what you want to do. So how do you then come together and merge um, finances and marriage and probably even your financial goals? Yes. I think, you know what, for me, I believe that people are individuals, so you can still work towards your own individual financial goals. But, of course, if you have kids, you want to send them to mm. schools. Um, if you want to buy a property, you know, those are the decisions that you will need to make together. And to say, okay, in the next five years, as I've mentioned, what will our finances as a family unit, what will they look like? Mm. Then it's easier to merge because now you have goals that, you, that you've created together, that you've built together, that you're dreaming together. Mm. So it's easier to merge them because you've sat down together You've decided. Mm. And I know you're all about educating women, especially about their personal finances. Now, for those who have transitioned into a partnership or into marriage, um, should they find their own financial advisor since now we have a shared vision on some level? Or should the husband and the wife have the same financial advisor? Yeah. You know what? I think that you, they can have one financial advisor for sure, mm. um, someone who you know looks at their um, their financial planning holistically. But what I've seen in practice is that oftentimes the financial advisor is as if they're coming for the man, right? Mm. They sit down and they sort of overlook the woman, and they often feel like you know what? My needs are not being met in this type of relationship. So. Sometimes it is advisable that a woman should get her own financial advisor. Then they refer back to each other and say, okay, this is what we're planning. This is what we're doing. But making sure that you feel understood in that relationship, because having a financial planner is having a relationship with Mm. someone, someone who can give you some tips, someone who gives you resources, someone who who can be your uh, your accountability partner, if you can call them that. Mm. But whenever... Um, you're sitting down and maybe it's the three of you in a room and you feel like they're not really getting you, then you should get your own financial advisor. So definitely, even though you are merging, there must be some level of independence. I think so. Mm. I absolutely think so. For the older people, I don't. I know they'll get very <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable with it, but I think it's definitely important for women specifically to be financially independent. Mm. And, you know, just to add on, I, I also feel that before marriage, there should be some financial counseling that, that needs to yes. be there. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are spot on. And one of the things I've said, you know what, um, financial counseling should form part of premarital counseling. Mm. So, for example, a lot of people get married and they think, oh, goodness, our love will just carry us through. But you don't know their money personality. You don't know what kind of debt they hold because, you know, in, in the dating stage, it's been amazing. It's been mm. good. But now, um, living with someone, then the truth comes out. So it's very important. And also, people don't talk about what kind of marital contract are we going to get into. True. People just assume that, okay, we're going to get married in a community of property. But you know the advantages and disadvantages of both. So for me, it's not saying don't get married in community of property or get married out of community of property. All I'm saying is that make sure you know what options are available to you and which one suits, best, suits you best. A new situation. Mm. And we can go on about this topic forever. So maybe <laughs> for our listeners um, who would want to connect with you and maybe ask some of these questions uh, on social media, how can they get in touch? Yes. Yeah, so I am on social media, on Instagram, Mapalamaku. I'm on Twitter as well, Mapalamaku. But also, obviously, they can go to my website and they can find my email there and can have a discussion around these topics. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Mapal. Thank you, Zingisa.
If Mapalo's advice resonates with you, you can follow her blog on www.womanandfinance.co.za. That's womanandfinance.co.za. The world has changed and Africanacity is all about finding new ways to manage your money. So tune in to APSA Money Wellness with Mapalo Maku every Wednesday between 8 and 8.30 on Rise FM and learn how to navigate your money in these uncertain times. This interview was proudly brought to you by APSA Money Wellness. Because money makes the world go round.